0: And a very good day. This is Pastor Mark with Touch of God. And I felt on my heart this week that the Lord wanted me to take a week out from the series of the Identity in Christ, although we are still speaking from being who we are. We're still preaching and teaching from who we are, the place in heavenly places seated in Christ next to the Father, but also as a son, as a daughter of the Most High God. And knowing who we are, we know whose we are. I felt like the Lord wanted me to pray for the brokenhearted. If you today are brokenhearted and no one has come to see you, you've been going through a tragic loss in your family. You have been going through a situation that has just broken your heart and no one quite understands you and what you have been going through. I wanted to share some scriptures today and to pray for you and to minister to you. In fact, not I, but the Lord within me. And I pray, Lord, today that you would speak through me to these precious souls that are in need for their hearts to be healed by your hands today, not mine, but yours. In the name of Jesus, not my will be done, Lord, but yours today. In Jesus' name. And so, as we look to some common scriptures that you may well already know in the Bible, do you want to just minister to you today in the short amount of time we have? And so, I would put away all distractions and just listen. And as I pray, the Lord will heal your heart. He will minister to your heart. And I'm going to go through some scriptures. And just as the Holy Spirit leads, we will go through this program. And so, Isaiah 61 verse 1 is where Jesus so spoke in the synagogue as recorded in Luke. And this is what he said. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed and qualified me to preach the gospel of good tidings to the meek, the poor and afflicted. He has sent me to bind up and heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the physical and spiritual captives, and the opening of the prison and of the eyes to those who are bound. Jesus came to do many, many things. He came to destroy the works of the devil. That was his primary mission, to to reverse and to even supersede and to improve upon the situation caused by Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. But this today is not a teaching on that, but just to say that Jesus came to fix what man caused in the garden, the sin that man caused, the mistake, the decision, the poorest decision that man could ever make. Genesis chapter 3, verse 6, the day that the fruit of the tree of God, the knowledge of good and evil was eaten by Adam and Eve. But Jesus came to redeem man, to allow man a path back to God. And so Jesus here, as prophesied in Isaiah 61, verse 1, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon Jesus because the Lord has anointed and qualified me to preach the gospel of good tidings to the meek, the poor and afflicted. So Jesus is saying, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because my Father has anointed and qualified me, Jesus, to preach the gospel of good tidings to the meek, the poor and afflicted. The Father has sent me to bind up and heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the physical and spiritual captives, and the opening of the prison, and of the eyes to those who are bound. So you are bound today if you do not know who you are in Christ. You are bound today by lies. You are bound today by a misunderstanding of who Jesus is, who you are. But you're also bound to anxiety, pain, fear, a broken heart, maybe. And Jesus wants to heal you. And he has already paid by his stripes, by his scourging, according to Isaiah 53, verse 5, as an example. By the scourging of Christ, you are healed. And First Peter chapter 2, verse 24 includes a reference to by whose stripes you were healed. The healing of your heart is fully paid for. It is God's will. It's the Father's will. And therefore, it's the sons, because Jesus decided to take upon himself his father's will and not his own, a Holy Spirit with them as well, of course, not leaving out the Holy Spirit. The mission is to deliver us all from where we were and where we are, and to reconcile us back to him, to deliver us from fear and anxiety and to trust in him with all of our hearts, to deliver us from under the powers of darkness and and translate us into the kingdom of his beloved son, the Bible says. So part of this is your heart being restored, and the heart is a very intricate thing, and the Lord knows He created it. He didn't create the sin that may be in your heart. He didn't create the bad stuff, but He created a way out for you. He created your heart, so therefore He knows how to heal it. He created your little toe. That's why he knows how to heal it. He knows how to heal your spine because he created it. Only the one who creates is the one who knows how to fix what they create, no matter what it is. So I wanted to encourage and lift you up today that the Lord is ready and has been ready for a long time to always be available when you ask for his help to heal you, to deliver you from worry and anxiety and fear and and simply for you to trust in him and then he will take care of the rest. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. That means provision, but it means salvation. It means everything. Salvation's already been paid for, the spirit, soul, and body. You may have been going through some terrible situation, that has just ripped your heart. You feel like your your heart is torn and you've been having a horrible time or a very painful time and you've been keeping it to yourself because you don't want to share this news or you don't think that anybody would understand you. Well, I want to let you know today that the Lord himself knows the intents of the heart but he knows every single thought you have he hears the thoughts you have he knows the thoughts you have before you have them he numbers the hairs on your head he molded you in your mother's womb he fearfully and wonderfully made you and he has a plan for your life he has plans plural and to give you hope in a future not to harm you, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven to 14. So seek the Lord today. Open up your heart as, as I'm reading these scriptures. Just allow him in, even now, as you're hearing this on the radio, on the internet, wherever you're hearing it, just open up your heart and allow the Lord in. Remember, the Lord knocks at the door. He's knocking at the door of your heart. He's not barging and throwing the door open against your will. You are the one on the inside of the home, on the inside with your heart. Your heart has a door on it, and, and Jesus will not barge his way in. He will knock, and you have to decide to let him in and open the door. Psalm chapter 34, verse 18. The Lord is close to those who are of a broken heart and saves such as are crushed with sorrow for sin and are humbly and thoroughly penitent. Many evils confront the consistently righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. This is Psalm thirty-four, eighteen to 20 in the Amplified Classic Edition that we've been using as a translation for many weeks now. But let's just read over 18 again. The Lord is close to those who are of a broken heart. Let's just stop right there. If you are a broken heart in any way, shape or form today, the Lord is close, but he's close. But are you letting him in so he can be even closer and he can bring peace to your heart and touch your heart? He wants and deserves for you to be happy, to be free of all these things. Now, one thing that I need to point out is that when we suffer a loss of a loved one, such as a spouse or child or a relative or a dear friend, there is a period of grieving and mourning And the Lord is there with you through those periods as well, because he never leaves us nor forsakes us. The question is whether we allow him to share in that time with us. And that's the key. We must share our life with the Lord, no matter the ups and the downs or the winding roads that we always ask him to make straight, the crooked places he he wants to make straight, and we need to ask him that. But the point is that you are going to go through a grieving and mourning process, but It is so much better with love around you from other people, especially allowing the Lord into your heart so that the Lord can heal your heart and minister to you during that time because it's a very sensitive time, a very, very difficult time to go through. And I I cannot imagine what that feels like because I have not yet had a loss in my family. We have a very, very small family. And I know that day will come when I will need to lean on the Lord heavily. But just know that Psalm 34, verse 18, the Lord is close to those who are of a broken heart and saves such as are crushed with sorrow for sin and are humbly and thoroughly penitent. He saves those who are in a godly sorrow because they have committed sin and are humbly and thoroughly penitent. So, the lord saves those and he saves us if we confess him as lord romans chapter 10 verse 9 believe that god raised him from the dead he saves us he washes away our sins he remembers them no more and he forgives us of our sins and cleanses us of all our unrighteousness if we confess those sins to him first john chapter 1 verse 9 just remember though today the lord is close to you if you have a broken heart just allow him in to help you go through the process and to heal your heart of those things, and and remember to forgive others so that the Lord can forgive you. That will be part of your heart healing. It will be part of the way that your heart needs to be healed from being broken. And the Lord is a one to reconcile. He loves to reconcile. He loves to mend, restore, put a a million pieces back together in a beautiful piece of porcelain, like a beautiful porcelain jar or something magnificent like that. And it's been shattered into a million pieces. The Lord will meticulously put those pieces back together again And it is his joy to do that because he knows that the finished product, once you are back together again, he knows that you will delight in being at peace once more. So allow him to put those pieces back together again in your heart. But just cast your cares upon him. And we have some more scriptures on this too. Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3, you will guard him And keep him in perfect and constant peace, whose mind, both its inclination and its character, is stayed on you, because he commits himself to you, leans on you, and hopes confidently in you. So, this is Isaiah prophesying that you, Lord, will guard him, the individual, and keep that individual in perfect and constant peace whose mind, both its inclination, what it's inclined to think, and its character is stayed on you, Lord, because he commits himself to you, Lord, leans on you, Lord, and hopes confidently in you, Lord. Now, I added some words there, like Lord and individual, because I wanted you to see who was him and who was the you part, and it's so often difficult to understand what even the, the verse is speaking about. Who are they talking about? So it's basically this verse, it tells us that if we keep our minds steadfast on the Lord, if we focus on Jesus, if we allow him into our hearts and just focus on him, no evil will touch you because you will be in the shelter, under the shelter of the Almighty. Your mind will be focused on him such that God will be part of your day. The Lord will be walking with you in the cool of the day wherever you go. But your mind, instead of it being focused on the negative things and anxiety and worry and fear, you're able to achieve peace because God is going to guard you and be able to guard you and keep you in perfect and constant peace. Who would not want perfect and constant peace? Who would not want that? Obviously, no one who is born again would decline that offer. Perfect and constant peace. You know, we know the world, unfortunately and sadly, is not walking around in perfect and constant peace because their minds are not stayed on the Lord. Those minds are kept and focused on the Lord. Those are the ones alone who can achieve perfect and a constant peace by His grace and His mercy. So this verse is, if you are not in peace, if you are not in perfect and constant peace, then think about what you're thinking about. If you're not focused on the Lord, then according to this verse, that is the reason. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. This is what Jesus was recorded as saying by Matthew. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me For I am gentle, meek, and humble, lowly in heart, and you will find rest, relief, and ease and refreshment, and recreation, and blessed quiet for your souls. Now, you may not have heard these many words before. That's because this, again, is the Amplified Classic Edition. Verse 30 says, For my yoke is wholesome, useful, good, Not harsh, hard, sharp, or pressing, but comfortable, gracious, and pleasant. And my burden is light and easy to be borne. So Jesus is inviting you to come to him to give over your cares. You have the option to come to Jesus or to stay where you are. He's close to you, but you still have a choice to invite him in, meet him, or not. You can keep the door shut. You can try to fix this heart of yours yourself, but it will be a much longer road and you never will be able to fix it yourself. You have to submit it to the Lord. You have to give it over to the Lord because the Lord really wants to help you today. He loves you. He loves you so much and he paid so much for you not to feel so bad right now with your broken heart or if you're going through a period of this. But he is there to be with you. He is there to bring you out of this He is there for you to place his yoke upon you. And if you know anything about the oxen that have the yoke placed upon them, it is so that they all carry the weight equally across them, not one oxen, but many. And Jesus is saying, carry my yoke upon you so your weight can be carried by him because his burden is light. He has capacity. He has much capacity for your weight. Today and it's easy to be born according to verse thirty. So let me just pray for a moment here. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for your son Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for allowing us to carry his yoke. Lord, I thank you for the many precious souls listening that may be going through or have gone through or may well go through in the near future some suffering and broken heartedness with some tragic news with some situation in their life that they almost cannot bear by themselves and they need help, Lord. There may be someone who comes by to check on them, but that person, while they are good in heart and natured, this person is left much the same uh, with some temporary comfort by that individual that stopped by. But, Lord, you are the permanent comforter through your Holy Spirit. Let it be that these individuals, these precious souls, would indeed Invite the Holy Spirit and you, Lord, into their hearts so that the Holy Spirit can be that comforter that you said that you were sending when you were going to ascend. And we just thank you, Lord, today for wanting to love us so much with all of your heart so that we would decide to open all of our heart to you, to receive you as Savior and Lord, to lift you up, Lord, And thank you for the cross. Thank you for the suffering that you were going through and endured in the persecution so that we would no longer have broken hearts. We would no longer have a broken spirit, that we would be healed. We would be healed by your grace and mercy, by us allowing you into our hearts, opening up the door to our hearts to you and inviting you in. I thank you, Lord, today that the people listening, the souls listening today will find it easy to give over their cares to you and that you are truly waiting with open arms to receive their cares, their troubles, their worries, their anxieties. And Lord, we just thank you today that you are waiting and you have been waiting for a long time, in some cases, for some of these precious souls listening to talk to you, to cast their cares upon you, to grieve and mourn with you about situations going on in their lives for healing their broken hearts we thank you for healing every bone tendon ligament joint and muscle in their body we thank you lord for giving their organs newness of life that you came and set them free you are the word and you came and you healed them the bible says so therefore lord today your word has come you place your word above your name and i thank you lord that your word is healing these precious souls today even as This message is heard today. We bless you. We thank you. We command all pain and sickness and disease to leave the bodies of these people in the name of Jesus. And notice, I do not need to holler. I do not need to shout at you today. I don't like to shout because the message of the word of God, while it is powerful, it's sharper than a two-edged sword. When it comes to compassion, Jesus did not have to shout to set the captives free. He did not shout to have to Heal people. He just delivered the truth and they were set free. And so that is simply what I'm doing here in the name of Jesus, not of my own accord, but in Jesus' name. I set you free in the name of Jesus from all this bondage, all this fear and anxiety and grieving and mourning process that you're going through. I thank the Lord for being with you and delivering you on the other side of this grieving and mourning today that you give your worries, your cares, but you also give your, your loss to him, the loss of a person. He knows exactly every detail that went on with this individual and he knows exactly what you're dealing with. He knows every thought and he even hears and knows the thoughts of your heart that you may not even consciously be aware of. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him. For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. Again, this is the Amplified Classic Edition. It's First Peter 5, verse 7. Casting the whole of your care, all of your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all. This means you should only have to do it once, Because after you do this, you will understand that there's no need to be anxious again, no need to have worries again, because you have a Lord that you can depend on, that's faithful, that loves you, that cares for you. But that doesn't mean you only have one time to do this. It just means that you shouldn't have to keep doing it. But if you have to do it several times, it's okay. He watches you and he affectionately cares for you. He doesn't just care about you like everybody says, oh, I care about you. No, Jesus affectionately cares about you, which is far deeper in thought and heart and the love that he has for you with the Father and the Holy Spirit altogether loving you and caring for you affectionately. So that is the scriptures I wanted to cover today. And I just wanted to also pray for any children, young children there, if you're listening, that you've lost one or both of your parents. And do not believe that you are completely orphaned. If you have Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, you will never be orphaned. We want to have Jesus as our parent. And Jesus will be your parent, dear child. For as long as you focus on him, keep him in your heart. Tell him every secret, everything. And he will help you. He will keep you in perfect peace because you'll be thinking about him. And pray for yourself, dear child. Pray for yourself And I pray for you today that you will grow up to know the Lord in even deeper ways in Jesus' name. And do not worry. Do not fear. But, Lord, I pray protection for these children. I pray protection for this child from all evil in the name of Jesus, that no child shall be succumbed to any kind of trafficking, anything evil whatsoever, but you will protect him all the days of his or her life, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, today we pray for the widows that have lost a loved one. And we just thank you, Lord, for being with them, near them, and close to them, and that they would open up the door of their heart to receive you in order to be at peace because of your affectionate love for them, in Jesus' name. This is Touch of God, and my name is Pastor Mark Whelan. You can follow us on Facebook and YouTube just by searching for Touch of God Radio. You can also send us an email for prayer requests or if you have a testimony, if you have something that you would really love to talk to us about regarding a situation that's broken your heart, by all means, please email us at touchofgodradio at gmail.com. Touchofgodradio at gmail.com. And until next week, you have a blessed week.